So the Rambam last night, the Rambam says, Alam Abba, it's not physical. Bodies of a person, Alam Abba. Something Ruchni, something Ali's Neshama can appreciate. And the Chiddush that a person's das, which is what he knows, that's part of his Neshama, not part of his body. So, after Sam Barashayim, the das that a person has joins him in Alam Abba. And his Nenim Fanzavashkina, he enjoys a spiritual reward. And the Raya is that that means there's nothing for the body to do there. The body enjoys physical things, the body needs to eat and drink and sleep. And if there's no food and no eat, nothing to drink and no sleeping, so then there's, there's, no, there's no place for the body there. Fine. The Raya argues, the Raya says we found countless times in Chazal that there was a Tchir Samesim for the body. And if that's the case, you can't say that it was a, an experience which only, which only the Neshama of a person would be able to connect to. Because we see it, it's here for the body too. So that we saw already last night, the Kesef mission says, the Rive and the Rambam are both correct, and they're not talking to each other. The Rive is talking about this and the Rambam is talking about Adamaba. Now, which is which? So the way the Kesef mission explains it is that Adamaba, what the Rambam is talking about, is the Adam of the Nishamas of the people after they die. And that's clear, there's another body that we go there. Because... Uh, because the body gets buried in the ground, the neshama leaves the body and goes to the oilam and neshamas. And according to the case of mission, that's the oilam that the Ram here is talking about. And what's called the oilam habar, it means the place the person goes to after he leaves this world. And that's only for the neshama. He says the Rav is talking about a different thing. The Rav is talking about tchiris and mesim. And tchiris uh, and uh, is at a later stage, lasted lovely. And then at that stage, a person gets resurrected, his body as well. This is the case of Mishnah. And uh, we're going to see the Ramban also talks about this in Sharagmul. And the Ramban understood the Ramban exactly the opposite. And that is that the Olam Abba we're talking about is a world which only begins after this world finishes. It's a different level of existence altogether. And he understood the Shittah Saram, which is the first. And he understood the Shittah Saram is that that future world of Olam Abba is something which is only with only for the Nishama, not for a Guf. And the Raivet is talking about Chiris and Mesim in this world. There will be Chiris and Mesim in this world in time of Mashiach. And of course, that means people will come back with their bodies. Okay. And after that's going to be a long ago? Now, we have to explain. So then, if that's the case, if the Raivet is talking about Chiris and Mesim in this world, that a person will come back with his body, so what, he's going to die again? What's going to, what's going to happen from then, that stage, for Olam Abba? When the Raman says there's nobody, it's only the Nisham. Doesn't say something about flying over the We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. The Gemara. The Gemara But B'mchilah McFoyed the Kesef Mishnah, which, again, the Chayra, what he says, is against what the Raman himself says in lots of places. Because the Raman doesn't, when he talks about Olam Haba, the Raman says what he means by Olam Haba. Olam Haba is not the Olam HaNashamas. Olam Haba refers to the Olam which hasn't come yet. And then, because the way the case of Mishnah makes that sound is Olam Abba is now when a person dies and after it comes to Chris and Mesim in the time of Mashiach. And the Ram himself is exactly the opposite. The Ram, the famous Ram, which we've quoted lots of times, in the end of Hilts Malachim says, So you can't go backwards. The Chai Olam Abba isn't the Chai that they had before Mashiach. The Chai Olam Abba is something afterwards. And uh, if that's the case, to say that uh, what the Aram here uses the Gemara, which he talks about the Olam Abba and the Guf Gvir, is talking about the Olam of a person after a person dies, is very hard to say, especially the Aram in the previous Halacha. 
He says that the Olam Abba is Harach the Yamin, the Olam Shakuli Aruch. The life of the Nishamas in the Olam Nishamas is not Kuli Aruch. They're going to come back down here again. They're going to come back down here again, Mizman and Mashiach. So it's not forever. And uh, the, the, the Raman makes, explains that Olam Abba is something which is Chaim, which is forever. That relates to a, a, a stage of life which is a different Mitzvah of living after Yemes Mashiach. That remains the same for always. It's not something which is which is only until the Moshe Sheikh, which means by nature is temporary. So it's very hard to understand. Because the mission, like I said, the Ramadan really says clearly that Olam Abba is, is, is not where the Nishamas of a person go, go after they die, that will be called Olam Nishamas or Ganadin maybe. Olam Abba is a new existence which only begins after this world ends. Which means the Sayyid Advarim is at some stage, hopefully soon, during the 6,000 years of this world, is the Moshe Sheikh. And Yemosa Mashiach, people will be people, like the Ram is going to pass him. The Aim Ben Adam is Yemosa Mashiach, El Shibim Malchus Bilvad. People will be people, people have bodies, people will eat and drink, like Shmuel, and people eat and drink, and people will be able to do mitzvahs. That's the point of Yemosa Mashiach. And then after that period, and after that period of time ends, which means at the end of the 6,000 years, so then we'll begin a new period, which will eventually be called Yemosa Mashiach. Uh, it doesn't start right away. The Gemara says that there's 6,000 years in this world, of which the last 2,000 years are called Yemosa Mashiach, because that's when Mashiach could have come. And after that, there's Chad Chorah. There's 1,000 years where there's nothing. The world gets destroyed. And after that, starts Olam Abba. So Olam Abba is the final stage, and it's an eternal stage. And now, says the Ramban, there's a Makhlaik between him and the Rambam about what the nature of Olam Abba is going to be. And the Ramban writes, Shalak Mu, he says, therefore, the Rambam holds that Olam Abba means that will only be Nishamas. And says Rabban, I say it means the Guf as well. And uh, if you're going to ask the question on the, on the Rabban, and that is, why would the Guf want to go to Olam Abba? Uh, there's no eating, there's no drinking, there's no sleeping, there's nothing physical about Olam Abba. So what exactly is, the, is Guf going to want to do there? So the, there's a big Yisait here. There's a big Yisait It's not just Yisait understanding Olam Abba, as you said, understanding the creation of a person altogether. And that is that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates two parts of a person, his neshama and his body, so each one obviously gravitates to its own level of, of uh, the, the, its own type of, of surrounding. The body is more physical than Hashem is Ruchni. And therefore we think naturally that the body enjoys physical things, the neshama enjoys Ruchni things, which is true. But, on this, we have a big insight, And that is, the neshama will never enjoy something physical. It's not possible. Chazal says, in the past of Gama Nefesh Leitimale, that this world will never be able to satisfy the neshama. Because it's coming from a different place, something in Ruchni. And physical things can never satisfy something which in nature is Ruchni. So that way around, a person will never satisfy the neshama here, in the physical world. But, the other way around can work. Which means, a person's body can enjoy Ruchnis. A person's neshama will never enjoy Kashmir's, but a person's body can enjoy Ruchnis. It's a child of training it, but the body can learn to enjoy Ruchnis. And if that's the case, even though naturally a person starts at the level that his body enjoys Kashmir's, a person can bring himself to the level that his body will enjoy Ruchnis too. And if that's the case, when a person gets to such a high level, so then the question is not a question. What's the body going to do in the Bar? It's going to enjoy Ruchnis too. Because a person can bring his body to that stage where it will enjoy a Ruchni experience. Examples. David Amir says in Tehillim more than once. 
I brought the pasuk here before. I'll bring it again. David Melech was trying to explain this point. He says, "Tzamer lecha nafshi, means my nefesh, the spiritual part of me. Ah, that that thirsts for Hashem. That's not all. Basari is my body, the physical part of me. That's also kama lecha. It also longs for a connection to Hashem. Physically, David felt a difference when he had kiris Hashem, and that's why he repeats the two parts of the pasuk." In other words, that a person can in, get a physical hana out of out of out of a ruchni experience, and if we once you start saying it, we'll see it in lots of places. When David says about the Torah that it's mesukim midvash it means physically. A person can get a geshmak physically from learning, just like you get from eating something sweet, and that, that that's something which is reiterated by Nachman the Navi. Yirmiyahu says that your your words are like a dvash pufi, like honey in my mouth, the words of Nivah. It means the person can enjoy it, a ruchni thing with his body too. Is it considered physical? The nefesh is not physical. The isn't physical. The nefesh is the physical part of a person. It connects the physical part of a person. No, it's more of like an emotional. And a person can, a person at a physical level can enjoy it, and it's not so hard to understand. It's not so hard to understand that. It's it's because the, the body can change. The neshama doesn't change. But the body can change, and therefore, if 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 if, if, if the famous marshal of the Magid, and that is that once the part of a person enjoys something, so it, it it brings more of him into enjoying it as well, and therefore, if that's what if that's what the body's trained itself to enjoy, it's going to enjoy it. And therefore, the Ramban isn't bothered by the question of what's the body going to do like what's it going to do exactly what the Neshama does. It's going to enjoy ruchnis. Why should it? But now the question is. Um, uh, how does that happen? So the Ramchal explains this. The Ramchal is like Ramban, clearly. And the Ramchal explains this in Baruch Hashem, in Baruchus. He says the only reason why the body isn't looking to start with is because of the Chet of Adam Rishon. And he said, therefore, for that, the, the Hashem called the body, it'll offer a tosha. You're going to die and go back to the ground. But now it's going to be at Chesim Eisim, and the body has to be recreated. And if that's the case, uh, when the body is recreated, it's now created without the Chayda of Adam Rishon. This is a new creation. And therefore, whatever impediment there would be from the body being able to connect to something Rukhni isn't there anymore. In the new creation, the person is created without that. And in matter, the new creation of a person, there's no reason why can't, the body can't be Rukhni too. The reason why I've asked is not like that is because we've been tainted, we've been uh, ruined, so to speak, by the Chayda of Adam. But for a person who's recreated, by Hashem, but he won't have that. He won't have that handicap. There's no reason the body can't enjoy ruchnis. That's the one point. Now the second question we have to ask is, why does the person, beside the body, could enjoy Adam Abba? Why does the person need it there? The Maisa, the person's Hashem is his sense of self, it's his identity. That's not Adam Abba. So why does he need the body anymore? Or why do you have to step it there too? So this Ramban says a tremendous insight, and the Ramban says it would be unfair of Hashem not to bring the body to Adam Abba. Why? He says, because the tzaddik who deserved Adam Abba, he didn't get there just with his neshama. To get Adam Abba, needs a shituf pulah of the body as well. A person has to use his body as the as a means to get Adam Abba. Whether it's to make himself work harder in learning Torah the mitzvahs, whether it's to restrain himself from his typhus, whatever it's going to be. A person who's a tzaddik, his body is a loyal partner in that. And if that's the case, for his neshama to get rewarded, and that's all, that's either unjust. It's either that we have we have an element of a person which was a complete partner in what the person achieved and is being forgotten. 
I'm not saying it's the same thing, but Lahavdil. Imagine a couple that uh, they decide that what they want to achieve is a bash of Torah. The wife says, no, the husband, you know, I'll let you go and learn, you have a I'll do everything to help you, I'll support you, I'll take care of the children, everything, you just go and learn. And as a result, the husband becomes a tremendous god. And now his wife's going to say, well, this, is a, this was a partnership. I, I put a lot of hard work into making you this god. I sacrificed Yom and that you'd be able to become great. So if she's going to say, well, he learned the Torah, he gets the reward, you, sorry, you, that, that would be unfair. What do you mean? I, I, I was a partner in all of this. And that's the, that's the Mitzvah. Of course, she's going to get half that reward too, as much as he does. And if that's the case, so the same thing. For a person to become great, it's a, it's a combination of his Nisham and his body which did it. To say that there's no reward for a person's body, is just for his Nishama, is ki'ilu, uh, something unfair. It's, it's missing out on rewarding a chalik of a person who needs to be rewarded. Getting punished? You get punished together? 100% as the first Gemara. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says, Marshall, of a king who had a, a paradise with Bikurim uh, with, with ripe figs. He didn't want him to steal his figs. So what did he do? So he went to the guards to make sure they don't eat from the paradise. But uh, the guards themselves are chashed. So he's going to start to make sure that the guards themselves don't steal the figs. So what did the king do? He found two gods. One, 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 one couldn't walk, one couldn't see. And the king for the same safe. The one guy, he can't see, so he can't see the figs. So well, how is he useful as a god? Probably because no one knew he was blind. They see a man standing there, they think he's watching them. And the other guy was the figure, he couldn't walk. So he might see the figs, he can't get to them. So as scarecrows, they're pretty good. And people see people that they want to come and steal, but they themselves can't do anything. Says the Gemara, the guy who can see, he tells the other one, listen, they're like really nice figs there. So the Chigah says, the others are blind, I can't see them. So he says, yes, but I can't get there, I can't walk. So I'll tell you what we'll do. Hold me in your shoulders, and I'll direct you. And that we will get to the fix. Which will there and I ate them all. Comes the king, where are my fix? So he calls the gods. He says, what do you want from us? Oh, we didn't take the fix. I can't walk. And I says, well, I can't see. So of course we didn't take the fix. So my son, Melech, he says, I'll tell you what happened. And he put the one and the other one's shoulders, and he punished them together. And what's the Mashal of the Nimshah of the Gemara? The Gemara says it's a Nimshah. Same thing. The Nisham is like the person who can see but can't walk. The body is like the person who can walk and can't see. And uh, after the Hashem is going to call the Nisham and say, Why do you do Averis? And the Nisham is going to say, Hashem, I did Averis. I don't even have a body. I'm just in the Nisham. Uh, since I left the body, now I haven't done any Averis. The Nisham is going to call the body and say, Why do you do Averis? And the body is going to say, Hashem, me? I'm just a dead body. I, from the second the Nisham left me, I didn't do anything. So I'm, I, it's like either I'm out of a body, but I can't use it. I don't know, I can't see. So what I should do, he's going to put them back together and he does them as a, as a, as a team. So for sure, both, 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 both together get punished and both together get rewarded. So therefore the Ramban says it would be unfair to, to, to not have, an, have a Ganadin uh, for the body. What's the Shatna Ramban? So what's Shatna Ramban? So that allows to say that the that uh, the Ram doesn't agree with this, this swara, and he says not that the part of a person which is deserves to be rewarded is the part of him which works which was ruchni and was focused on uh, growing, and that's his neshama. The body was just a detract a factor which detracted from that. Okay, that's what doesn't get rewarded. There's others a different nakuda, and that is the Ram is not arguing with the Ramban, but the Ramban what the Ramban meant is the body as it is here isn't there. The body that it's, as it is here isn't there. And now this brings us to the Gemara, which I want to explain. 
because really, if the we're explaining not like the the Kesemish, we're explaining like the Ramban and most other Ramban Farshim, that Tchiras Mason happened first. So that's the case. Tchiras Mason, the body comes back to life again with the Neshama. And now the Gemara says, Oisim Neshama is those people that are brought back with Tchiras Mason. What happens to them when the world ends? They don't die a second time. So what happens to them? So the Gemara says a very cryptic line. The Gemara says that they grow wings. And they fly over the water. What does it mean? The world is destroyed for a thousand years. What happens to the Tzadikim? They, they grow wings and they flap around. Well, what's it meant to mean? So, the, the Oymik, what they're saying is like this. And that is, the idea of growing wings isn't to be like a bird. It's to be like a Malach. And what the Gemara is saying is, is a process that after this world ends, the Tzadik becomes more Ruchni. Which means the physical part of him is going to become more ruchni too. There's such a process. And therefore, the body of a person doesn't, doesn't die again. But his body gets transformed from being something gashmi to something ruchni. And how did Chazal give a remus to that musag of something gashmi being transformed to uh, uh, something ruchni? They become like the malachim. And therefore, the, the Ram is not arguing. The Ram agrees. The person will be in Olam above, Guf and Nefesh together. But he means it's not the Guf up here. It's not the body here which needs to eat and drink. It's something which becomes more like a malach. And then as a malach, it's something more spiritual which can enjoy the mabba. And if you understand this, you saw it, you understand that those people who left the world alive, Ba'atsim uh, went through a similar process. You talk about Eliyah Novi, or Chanoich, whatever it is. It means that uh, it wasn't that they, their body separated from the Rishama, otherwise the body would still be here. If they went up to Shemaim alive, it means their body went to Shemaim too. And what does their body do in Shemaim? It's a spiritual, it's not a physical place. But there has to be a similar process, which means it becomes more ruchni. Like the Chazal said about Chanoich, he became a malach. Moshe Rabbeinu is 40 days. Moshe is a person because he came back here again. But uh, when a person stays up there and becomes a malach, the chat is that his body becomes more ruchni too. Yeah, the other becomes down and it just becomes more physical. So there's a Chazal that talks about that and it says that Kilo Eliyahu left his physical body in place in here. Which means that not here in the world, somewhere we can bring, we can bring it down here with him. But besides that, it's called the Malachabris, which means there's this possibility of the goof itself becoming more ruchni. If that's what the Rambam means, and the Amma Farshim explains it like that, he's not really arguing with the Rambam. He's just saying in different words, but it's the same idea. The body is a physical body, it doesn't exist in the But as something which is on a more ruchni level, and therefore can also adapt to and appreciate the spiritual pleasure of the that could exist there as well. 